My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! And the Oscar goes to A Beautiful Mind. Chicago! The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Crash. The Departed. No Country for Old Men. Slumdog Millionaire. The Hurt Locker. The King's Speech. The Artist. Argo. 12 Years a Slave. Birdman. Spotlight. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. The Shape of Water. Green Book. Parasite. And the winner is Nomadland. So you couldn't get uh, you couldn't get Rita Moreno to say it for you? Um, no, because I did this before the Oscars. So <laughs> I was like, in case I couldn't find it quick enough, I'm just going to make one of old ones and I'll say the other one. But you ruined it. So thank you so much, Jimmy. You're so uh, welcome. Hey- God damn it, Jimmy. Hey, guys, this is Pop Horror <laughs> Review the Movie Podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And today we have a special guest, our cousin Hannah Blackwell, who's been on before. Hello, Hannah. Hey. Ha- uh, so good you- to be here. Are you excited to talk about the Oscars? I am. Thanks for having me on again. No problem. We are literally recording literally a half hour after the Oscars with everything getting together. We are recording right after. So Not even a half hour. I know. Oh, true. I, th- I, th- I thought it ended at 11. Um, it's supposed to end at 11. Well, I can't they, believe you didn't use the clap button for Hannah. Like, are you serious I'm sorry. right now? I, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hannah, congr- welcome, Hannah. And oh, sorry. Everything was muted. <laughs> oh, that was the last. <laughs> so, I'm not used to the buttons right now. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. And welcome, Hannah. There you go. It's way too late for Matt. <laughs> There's too many buttons. Um, but the 93rd Academy Awards, did we like it? Did we enjoy the show? I actually did. Uh, I thought it was kind of bleh, Hannah? to be honest. I, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. it, was, it was like weird. It gave me like Golden Globe vibes. I don't know if anyone else got that. I got that. Yeah. But, yeah. I, al- but I also liked the like how they were like, like it was very cinematic the way they made it, the way they filmed it to this year, which I liked. But it was also very awkward also because there were just people standing, nominating, like listing off a nominee. And they're like, by the way, you were amazing. And then it went on about for about 10 minutes. And then she's like, and this nominee. And then she went on for 10 minutes again. And then this nominee, and you are great as well. And that was like, and then the winners are. I'm like, oh my god, that was just the na- announcing of the nominees. Like that's no wonder why it's over the time. No, but like, why was like sometimes when they were doing like the close in, like close up of some of the nominees, like some of them were just like smiling, and then just went to just stoic. And I'm just like, why are they just staring straight into the camera? What's going on? Show some, well, show some happiness. What I want to know is why no clips? No, I miss the clips. I think there should have been clips. Yeah, it was like a long. Did they not have a budget for clips? <laughs> but like they had the budget to shoot like amazing cinematography looking stuff on the Oscars. Like everything was like high, high quality, except for like the weird like. Close up. Yeah, you did a great job. Let's move on to the next person on the opposite side of the room where the camera spins around in a circle. Hold on, hold on. When, when they uh, had um, Bang Joon-ho um, do the pre- the presenting did you hear him like run behind the camera as they focused on the translator yeah i did you could hear his footsteps as he ran behind to get on the other side and i was like why would why would you even do that what was the point but the translator was back (laughs) they could have just stood next to each other the translators like they could have just been right next to each other 
Here are the nominees. Show a clip of the directing. Oh, okay. Here's the winner. Like, I feel like it went over. I'm not going to blame the music game because I thought that was kind of fun. I mean, it was the only like fun thing that happened, really. It was just like if they would have cut all that extra trying to make it real fancy stuff, I feel like it could have been. It could have been. I feel like it it was somewhat normal, which I liked because I was like, oh, it's like people are actually in the. The place that they're there, they're, there's no mask, so I don't feel like I'm in utop- I'm not in a dystopian future anymore. It's I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it was it was awkward but f- fun because it was normal, I guess. But like, I wish they had like a presenter stage because it was just weird that they were always in the audience, and like, I, I don't know, that was just weird to me. I didn't mind that. I feel like they probably had to do that in terms of like trying to just like do that. Like, you know, film everyone. It's like, okay, we're already here. Here we go. They should have had, like, cameras at the desks. I saw they had lights at all the tables. They should have had... Oh, I thought those were cameras. <laughs> they should have had cameras. This is Weird on the Rocks, a podcast that explores the weird, unusual, strange, and unexplained, all while getting our drink on. Join me every other Monday as I share a different cocktail and discuss true crime, paranormal stories, unexplained phenomena, conspiracy theories, and much more. Find Weird on the Rocks on social media, the website weirdontherocks.weebly.com, and listen on all of your favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to cheers and stay weird. Let's get it. Oh, oh, wait, I forgot to tell everyone the drink. We've had some technical difficulties today, everyone. I'm so sorry. Um, the drink today is called Winner Winner. It's champagne, ginger beer, lemonade, and sugar on the rim. It was good. Oh, okay, good. That sounds wow. good. Thank you, Hannah. See, you need to be on more because you always like my drinks. I do like your drinks, Matt. I miss um, when I got to help you make some one time. I know. You see, you can be helping me make all of them. It's fun. That would be so great. You can be my test, my test drinker. I would love it. But let's get into the actual awards because there was actually, well, there were some surprises. One, Best Picture was not the last nomination, the last thing given out, which I was like, I literally had a heart attack. I was like, dude, I just missed two like huge awards. Well, I, I, I thought fe- that for a second. Yeah. I feel like the Best Actress and Actor were like the two biggest awards. Like everyone knew Nomadland was going to win, but no one knew who was going to win Best Actor and Actress. I thought actor was somewhat locked, but I was very wrong. No, I I did not agree with you. I told you. I was like, Matt, I I think Anthony Hopkins is going to win this. I said he could sneak in, but I was never like, oh, I was like just of how much. It's almost like Chloe Zhao. She was winning everything. Chadwick Boseman won everything. That's why I was like, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't think that he like honestly deserved to win for some of them. Like, I mean, I'm upset that he like passed away, but I feel like he got half of those awards because he passed away. See, no, I I thought, yes, if anyone had to win besides Shadow Bozeman, I wanted it to be Anthony Hopkins, but I just, I don't know. I, I was literally like in trance when he was on screen on in Mulraney's Black Bottom. I'm sorry. I, I, I was. So I was I was all for him winning, but. I smell some Marvel bias. It could be that. <laughs> it could be that he died, but I was watching the screen. And I was like, my jaw was dropped. But anyway, also, yeah, and you're right, though. The two awards that it's almost like they knew. They're like, ooh, but Vi- 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 um. France McDormand and Anthony Hopkins are winning. No one really knows who's supposed to win these awards. Let's give these after Best Picture. Um, I just, I kind of, I am with Matt when in the thinking that Chadwick Boseman was going to get it and that maybe Anthony Hopkins could sneak in there. I thought his performance was incredible. I love, I love Chadwick, 
And I thought, you know, I, I guess I also kind of agree with Kelly on that too, that the fact that, you know, he did was getting a lot of those awards because he has passed away. Unfortunately, um, it, it could be kind of like a toss up between he was just going to get it because, uh, you know, the fact that he wasn't here anymore to kind of honor that. But yeah, I was still shocked by it, by Anthony Hopkins. I would, if you were told me rank all best actresses of who could have a chance of winning, even though I love Frances McDormand, don't get me wrong, but she would have been probably okay. towards my bottom. That's why I was shocked when she won. I had her at three. Okay. Like okay. the third. Yeah. I thought it was going to be either Viola Davis or Carrie Mulligan. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Viola Davis or Carrie Mulligan before her too. Although I love Frances McDormand as well and think her performance was incredibly moving. I just, I mean, like, like you said, Matt, you know, Viola Davis and Chadwick had swept the awards up until then. So it was kind of, that was the thinking that they were going to do the same for the Oscars. Well, that was, well, I feel like, I feel like uh, actress though, each besides, um, besides what's her name? Um, who's the one from pieces of a woman? Vanessa, Vanessa Kirby. Kirby. Besides Vanessa Kirby, like each actress won some major award. Like France McDormand won BAFTA. Um, Viola Davis won SAG. Uh, Carrie Mulligan won Critics' Choice. And Audrey, uh, Andrea Day won Golden Globe. So it's like, I, I was just like, there's no way to choose. I was like, there's no way to like. Yeah, that is true. They, there was difference on the on the categories for, for actress. It could have been a toss-up. I was just thinking of Viola Davis being the favorite in that in her performance mm-hmm. and and her, you know, having done an August Wilson play before and won an Oscar for it. I don't know. I just kind of felt that as her tra- trajectory through all this. Yeah, but I will say, um, I'm just going to say, because I've been, I was, this has been popping up my head before I forget, the best speech of the night for me. Young Jung Yoon, I thought she had the best uh, acceptance speech where she kind of was like pretty much, I didn't realize how close her in real life she is to her character because like, that was pretty much the grandmother from Minari speaking. Have you seen her other acceptance speeches? No. <laughs> they were all like hilarious too. Like when she won the BAFTA, she's like, I can't believe I'm being recognized by uptight Europeans. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I remember. They were like, she just dissed all the like the, well, she the studied, Europeans. She studied acting in in London. So it's not like she just like randomly said that. So But what was the biggest what which which um which film won the most awards? Because I know when I last looked, like a bunch of them had two, and that was it. Was it Nomadland? No, it was like that. Might have the mo- no, that has two. No, that, that has three. three. No, it and has that- three. So then that's the highest one, I guess. Yeah, I think the- it might be Nomadland. It's Nomadland, and I think The Sound of Metal is second with two. Well, there's actually, a lot of two. there's a lot of two, but I think uh, Nomadland won. Because Mank okay. had to as well, right? Yeah. I wanted it to be Mank, but I thought it was going to be Nomadland for Best Cinematography. So I was I was pleasantly happy when that won. Yeah, for cinematography and for... Um... Production design. Yes, production. And nothing but, for Trial of the Chicago 7. I can't talk about it. But the Trial of the Chicago 7, like, compared to the other films, because I finally caught up and watched most of them. So I watched The Father yesterday, so I, I'm okay with Anthony Hopkins winning because now I know what he did. Yeah. I watched yeah. it this morning. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, that, that, he was very good. But I'm just saying, like... The Trial of the Chicago 7 was yeah. good, but I don't think it stood out in any type of category, to be quite honest, except for Sasha Baron Cohen. To me, I thought actually everything. I thought editing. I thought directing. I thought his Sasha Baron was like my least like not. I didn't say I didn't like him, but like it's my least favorite. Really? Least favorite. Yeah. Like editing. Um. 
directing. I liked other actors better than Sacha Baron Cohen. So like I liked Frank Langella, Mark Rylance. Um, oh yeah, Frank Langella, from, yeah. I know my usually my favorite movies somehow like barely won an Oscar, but it's all right. I actually thought Sound of Metal might have might be winning picture when when it won uh, the editing one. I was like, wait, does this have a chance now? I actually that thought the popped same thing. in my head too. Yeah, that when it was winning more, I was like, wait a minute, because I thought it was a, a wonderful film as well. There was such a there was a lot of good, a lot of good content this year. But yeah, I had that same thought as Jimmy. Jimmy, how'd you feel about Promising Woman only getting one award? <laughs> But it got the one you thought you knew it was going to get. I knew it was going to win Best Original Screenplay. So now when the Zatanna movie comes out, it's going to say written by Academy Award winning Emerald Fennell. That's a big if, though. Yes. But I, I feel I feel like she it was going to be Chloe Zhao for directing, even though, yes, she did film that while she was like seven months pregnant and in like 20 days. Just because you're seven months pregnant doesn't like mean like oh you should get. I knew Chloe Zhao was gonna win. I I thought I thought its other big one was either gonna be um, best actress or or possibly best editing. But I thought I thought Carrie Mulligan had it, but she didn't. Also, why when they were talking about best actress, Carrie Mulligan was like in the dark. I don't know, but going back to the audience, there was like two things I noticed. One. When like they were doing like either the technical or like some of the short film ones, uh, you saw Alan Kim in the background like playing a video game. Mm-hmm. And when Diane Warren lost for best original song, she was pissed. Was she really? She was so pissed because she could not I, win an Academy Award. I didn't even see that. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't notice that. I was actually surprised when they were doing the clips for that. And I was like, who the hell is singing Husevic? And I was like, oh, that's the actual person who sang Rachel McAdams' voice. Why would they show Rachel McAdams? But then, but then they went. Will Ferrell came on the screen. I was like, oh, my God, Will Ferrell is at the Oscars right now. And in the Oscar nominated song singing. Did you like that they chose to have the songs be performed in the pre-show? Or did you wish they had it in the actual show? No, because I was busy during the pre-show, so I couldn't watch it. Same. I didn't watch the pre-show. <laughs> I didn't get it. I saw the last one. Like, we turned it on about 15 minutes before. And saw the last of the songs. And normally I'm kind of like, I don't, I could go either way about having the songs in, in the ceremony. But then after missing it today, I, I miss, I wanted it to be back in the ceremony where we could kind of get, you know, the feel for all of them again. Once again, they cut it to have real long intro speeches for each nomination. Yeah, that I, was weird. I, I agree with what Jimmy and, uh, and Kelly, I guess, like all of y'all were really saying. Um, I missed the little clips of the movies. I thought it was interesting when they were doing um, the long kind of drawn out, you know, talking about each actor and the performances and stuff. But then it kind of got to be too much. Like you were saying, like every yeah. bit was like five minutes too long. I really would like to hear who wins because I'm actually interested. Can we not talk about how you studied in Juilliard? I mean, that's on your Wikipedia page. I get it. I can look at it. It's fine. Yeah, it was like they were trying to do some experimental stuff with this, the way that was it was in there and not in the theater, but in a smaller area with and it just it wasn't it didn't really hit on every point they were trying to do. No, I think it I think it didn't hit everywhere, but it hit in places where I I think they could keep some things they tried. I think some things succeeded and some things I was like, let's let's not. Yeah, because like I like that. I I mean, you're not going to keep it as intimate uh, next year. Hopefully not. I hope that I kind of like the intimateness. It was kind of like the like back like really long when it first started where it was more just like a luncheon sort of it felt like but the only thing is like yeah. you have to design it where like cameras aren't like falling on people's face like laps like you have to like make sure 
There should be like little, they should have built like little pathways just, just for cameras. Almost like a, like you know how like the orchestra is underneath like the stage? They should almost have that for like cameras almost. Yeah. Drones. Yeah, I... Drums? No, drones. <laughs> they said drums and I was like, what? Why would they have drums following everyone around? You just see, you see uh, France McDormand <laughs> winning. And it's just Jimmy drumming right behind her. Um, why did, uh, I might've missed what she said. Why did France McDormand howl at the very end of her speech? I don't know. It's Frances okay. McDormand. I know. I was about to see okay. it be like, she does something weird after every yeah. speech. Was it partly her also like the connection to the movie? I, and- I think. That's what it was. I was trying to think. I was but, like, did they, did they were there wolf inv- like were there something with a wolf involved in No Man Lake? Like a saying? I was like, I don't remember any of that, but okay. Real quick, the in memoriam. Was it like I was watching the end credits to a movie? Because I was like, it was I couldn't so read. So quick. But I feel like that's where they were like, okay, guys, we're gonna go quick here. It, it started off slowly. <laughs> the song did not really go with it at all. I didn't think. I mean, like I kind of got into it. I, I I think like it was like a weird somber like peppy song which i guess doesn't exist in the world but a weird somber peppy song it's like the biggest oxymoron (laughs) i've ever like heard yeah when you're somber but you got pep to your step you gotta dance a little bit though (laughs) no but it started off slowly and i was like okay i can read and then all of a sudden it was like someone like on went on netflix and was like 1.5 times speed and was like and i was like i don't know who just i'm sorry whoever passed away like rest in peace really intense but can we also talk about uh daniel kaluuya's uh mother's reaction to him saying i lost it he's definitely he definitely had some had some drinks before going in probably either glenn close gave him something he slipped something to him it was like here have something i got i got something in my purse or I want to be at Glenn Close's table. She was the party. So much fun over there. <laughs> I mean, she was, what was the dance called? The butt or something like that, they said? The butt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if they like fed her that stuff or if she actually knew. I feel like she knew about it. I mean, she seems to be well-rounded in her film knowledge. And if she knew that about Spike Lee and Spike Lee has a history of not being nominated. So that could have been something that a lot of people knew. That's true. But just the way like out of, she, he was like, here's this song and like, barely like a bar got out and she was like it's this song oh i know this it was from this 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 a b c d e f d okay also it was directed by this do you want some more fun facts because i got some more fun facts the butt sure let me just shake a little bit like i feel like she knew (laughs) real like rapid fire those answers that's true i mean it probably they probably staged it to say who they wanted to you know no and you also know that they like pushed walking phoenix out at the very end where they're like, we're over time. Don't you dare talk about any of these nominees. Just say their names and read the envelope, please. Well, that's Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, that's him. He does never want to do what they tell him to do and and be on like that. That's just not him, even though he does show up to these award shows and knows what he's getting into. I'm not going to lie, though. I kind of want them to have the Oscars next year, like outdoors, because that party they had, they kept showing like in, like before commercials and right after commercials. Not going to lie, that looked like the party spot. <laughs> But it was fun. It was fun. It's it was it was more normal than any award show I've seen this year so far. So yes. yeah, definitely was more normal. The SAG Awards clocking in like right in an hour, and it was all virtual. That was yeah. crazy. Like Golden Globes didn't have people in the audience, so like at least they had like they, it looked normal. Yes, it was a little clunky because yeah. I I think they were trying to like be socially distant, but also try new things. I think they should have just done it outside and gone like just had a big area where they could like have cameras go through, have people. I don't know. It just it reminded me of it reminded me of all the award shows like to mix together into one big award show. I think it's probably just like celebrities and stuff probably just 
being outside just basically leads them to paparazzi fodder. There could be sure. like drones going everywhere, like trying to get shots of all the celebrities up high and stuff. So I just feel like there'd probably be like so much interference. Now, was there a red? I didn't. I mean, I, you guys didn't see the pre-show either. I was gonna say, was there a red carpet, or was it more like they flooded into that like party zone and they were kind of like? Buzzfeed showed a red carpet. A carpet. Oh. Carpet. <laughs> okay, I'm curious how that looked then. I mean, they looked nice. It was a red carpet. I just miss the little breaks. I honestly do miss the little like comedy sketches and stuff, like something to lighten the mood. And I liked what they did with like um, Regina King kind of walking in, making it seem like the opening credits. Did anyone else get nervous when she tripped? I was like, please don't fall. Please don't fall on live television. Like she tripped. I didn't notice that. She did. And she was like, live television. She kind of made like a little joke about it. Like, you know, anything can happen. I just, I like that, but I wish that like, it was more of like a celebrity who could have done like a couple jokes in the beginning. Cause yeah, okay. I agree. I agree with you, Matt. Like, I think the, yeah, having a comedian, having something, the little game was so fun that they did. And I, it kind of was a teaser of like, they could do a little more in between things. Like they could have had like little rel, little rel, right. That was the name. Yeah. They mm-hmm. could have had him with Regina King walking in and like, they both could have kind of done like a little like back and forth kind of comedy because that was nice last year. I don't care really if there's a host as long as there's like some sort of like fun monologue type in yeah. the beginning. So. Yeah, I think he would have been great because his banter with Daniel Kaluuya, you know, doing the in and like the get out, you know, saying he saved him and all that and kind of bringing that around was so funny. I loved it. Okay, so this is really embarrassing. I thought they were talking about an actual person when they said they had he had to help him escape. Oh my God. <laughs> But then he said the sunken place, Matt. I couldn't. Okay, yeah. When I was watching it, everyone was like, everyone was talking around me. I was like, hey, everyone, please stop. I'm trying to watch this. I have to talk about it on a podcast. And I was like, I can't hear anything. So I must have missed that part because I, I heard him say, I saved you. So I was like, did he save him and Judas and the Black Messiah? And I was and then he was like, and then I was like, are they like friends in real life? And he like was in the woods with some like crazy girl and like. Oh had... my God. <laughs> oh my God. Like... You definitely were not putting two and two together. And then in my head, I was like, that'd be a good movie. <laughs> Well, Jordan Peele beat me to it, I guess. So, yeah, just by a few years. <laughs> Are there any other highlights to the Oscars? I'm trying to think. I got nervous for you, young, you, young, you, young Jung, when she was like going up the stairs because she was definitely like she didn't see there were stairs all the way side, so she just made a huge, big fucking <laughs> like step onto the stage, and I was like, oh my god, please don't fall, and I was like mad at Brad Pitt because I was like, why didn't you help the elderly, bro? Yeah, You're off to the side. Why didn't they put steps like in the front? It was like to the side. Everyone was like jumping. They had a ramp, but everyone besides her, they had someone helping them. I was like, well, where was this, her person? I know, and I was like. She's super. I was like, she's an elderly woman. Like, please don't take that big step. And she looked around and was like, where the fuck am I supposed to be going? <laughs> Brad was kind of helping her towards the end when she was trying to get off stage. He was kind of directing her a little bit. But yeah, it was kind of confusing. Yeah, because she I literally also- went to the mic and just said, she's like, exit stage right. She said into the mic, exit yeah. stage right. Also, like, I wanted to, I wish they showed like a giant, like, wide shot of that theater in London where a lot of people were, just because it looks so big where it was like five people are in there and it looked so sad because they only kept it real close to their their bot like the people and i was like i feel like that's a huge theater that's so empty and they're just like no one's talking to each other just looking at his camera i don't why did they choose this place to have the where was the oscars it was at the union train station in la why did they have it there like why couldn't they have it at like the chinese theater or something the chinese theater isn't even that big the only reason i can think of is because like they wanted like a lot of like the party stuff that's like usually 
indoors, I think, and like in the building because it's so big. I think they wanted like a lot of it outdoors. So maybe they wanted something that was like half open, half not. I uh, guess so, but like, I mean, I was like fine with it, but I was like, why couldn't you just like choose like a smaller, like famous theater? Like I said, like the Chinese theater isn't that big. Like they should have had it at the where's that concert that they the Hollywood Bowl isn't is that what's called? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that there. would have been a good idea. Because then you could have cameras all rigged up and everything. Oscars, call me. I'll I'll help you next year. Oh, my phone's ringing already. They heard my ideas. Um. But I mean, they, the one thing I think they should keep is the cinematic look. I know we talked about this, but I loved it so much. And just the angle, I loved it. They can keep that. Everything else they can maybe tweak with, but keep that. Keep the uh, what's it called? The cinematic look. But any last thoughts, anyone? No, I I think I think that this this may have been one of the one of the most surprising Oscars in a while. Like I feel like there was like unknowns for some of them, like the actress, um, an actor. But other than that, I think it was just the normal Oscars. This was definitely the biggest shock for best. I feel like actor and actress in a really a very long time. That more actor, remember. more actor. Yeah, yeah. But just in general, it's at least nice to have like some type of like anticipation because what is it? The last two, two or three years, it's just like everyone knows is gonna win. <laughs> There's no anticipation at all. It was really nice to kind of have like the excitement of it could go any any way on some of the categories and it wasn't as predictable and that that did make it really fun i just want to say before we go like, there were like a lot of firsts that are kind of cool or there were a lot of like interesting facts about the about the winners like um uh yoon jun un was the first korean actor to win an oscar uh chloe Zhao was the first woman of color and the second woman ever to win best director anthony hopkins is now the oldest winner at 83 and you know i'm not tooting our own horns here at Papua review but uh the oscars and the pop awards had nine of the same winners so just putting that in the universe that you know maybe we should think the pop awards are like the oscars next year just saying but well when's next year's oscars it's now gonna be less than a year away right i don't know they haven't announced it yet we're officially less than a year till the oscars so Anyway, last thoughts before I go. Before not, Well, before I go or you go and everyone goes. I think that's it. I think we covered the Oscars. <laughs> well, guys, let us know what you thought of all the winners and, I guess, losers. If there are any snubs or surprises, uh, let us know on our social media. And we will see you later. Bye. 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 One last big thanks to Hannah for being on the show today. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at review. Click around www.poporreview.com, become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.